And welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to catch us Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. We encourage you to go to, let me see, bordermovie.com. You can order this movie. It's a documentary by filmmaker Chris Burgard. The movie is called Border, and it's a really good educational process to find out and understand better what's going on on the border, that all this illegal immigration, it's really some stunning facts. So you had a um, pretty talented cinematographer working with you? Oh, Danny Motor. Man, I can't, I can't say enough things about how talented that guy is, and uh, just a real grounded and centered individual. He's a... He's a great guy to have in a in a crisis. And he he's got a a heart to stand up for a cause and try to make good things happen. Well, you know, I <laughs> to leave your family when you got two young kids and come out with a guy like me for 5 weeks and and do some of the stuff we did. He's 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 got to have a pretty big heart, you betcha. Well, well our yeah, ha- and, and and I think Danny and I, I don't want to speak too much for him, but you know, Danny's a guy that likes to see for himself what's going on, and, and he's just a very smart and wise individual. And, you know, he went out and he, he, he had his experience out there. And he really helped me a lot because he helped me keep the bigger picture in mind. There's parts I get pretty passionate and wound up sometimes. Yep. And yep. Danny was a great guy to be that bug in my ear and say, what about this? Or maybe ask him that or, you know. Yep. And it was, I- he was, couldn't say enough good things about having him. Good. I bet it would have been easy to just like stop at any at many points and just get lost in the emotion and the upset and the disgust of any little any little piece of what your film was about. But in fact, your job there was to do the bigger picture. Yeah, and that that was that was that was exactly the adventure. I mean, I got to tell you, I I really resonated with these ranchers I was meeting down there. Sure. That, you know they're losing their livelihood. They're they're living in fear. You know they're, yeah. they're they're they've been they've been shot. They've been they've been their 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 grandkids have threatened to be kidnapped. I mean, mm. their women live in fear of being raped when they when they get out of their cars to open the gates to come home at night. I mean, it's bad. And and I really related well to them, but I, I had to be able to step back and, and and look what's going on. But then you know when you find like you saw us come up with those four guys that we found in the desert that yeah. hadn't had water in two yeah. days yeah. you know or the little kids that, that are getting arrested at the border I, I, i'm a dad my heart's breaking for these people you bet they're suffering you could not be there and not be affected mm. by this stuff so um do you believe uh and and uh, you know i understand you have some suggestions that you think uh, this could be stopped and curbed and just switched right around quite rapidly um, you were there. I trust your soundness. I trust your heart. I trust your intelligence. Give us some ideas about what you think could turn this around. Well, I mean, once the we first, got a- the first two things you could do is common sense and human decency. <laughs> and I believe that that we as Americans, we sat down and just used those two guiding purposes. We get this figured out. Boy, can't go wrong with that. But I don't know if you've dealt much with the federal government. You're not going to find much of either. It's in very short supply. 
Well, Very I, short supply. I, I am so discouraged so often with the federal government all over the place. You know, this money crisis that happened, the oil crisis, the border crisis, there's so many crises. To me, just compassion and common sense uh, way years ago could have just solved it easily. And, boy, it's, it seems like we have a lot of uh, lobbyists uh, paying off the government, and the government's going with it a lot or something. Something's really weird. Well, that that is one thing. I mean, you'll see in the movie. I mean, I got an education... 101 real quick when I got to uh, to D.C., as that, that fellow in the movie told us, you know, how so many people are becoming not just millionaires, but actually billionaires off of Washington. And, and we spoke to him at quite length, and he explained to us when he first came to to uh, D.C. 30 years ago, it wasn't like that. It's more like public servants. Yes. People lived in more modest houses. Now it's just this big party free-for-all, and it's just a game, and people are just getting rich, and I got to tell you, when you get to D.C., there's not as much of a divide between the Democrats and the Republicans as there is on camera. You know, at night, cameras are off. You get out of these bars, and a lot of these fellows are out there drinking together. Yeah, you know, uh, Charmaine and I went to Washington D.C. about seven or eight years ago, or ten years ago, and we we just wanted to get out of there because, frankly, the vibes were just so horrendous. And, <laughs> the and, vibes and, were so heavy we couldn't breathe. It felt like you need to take a shower, did it? Oh, yeah. And, it was unbelievable. We really wanted to see the Smithsonian Institute and so many things, but we just <laughs> got our butts out of there in just a few hours. What a disappointment. You know, guys, but I tell you, and here's the challenge, because I made a movie about the border, but what came to me and my wife through all of this is the bigger question is, are we still a representative country of the people, by the people, and for the people? When 92% of the people in this country want law and order brought to the border region and want people to be safe, but yet our government fails to do that, then is that representative of the people? And if the government isn't representative of the people, then are we? Then what's become of America? And what I've seen going to D.C. is many things that I've seen about the government, the federal government, that I've been critical of. But when I step back and think, look, I'm just some schmuck in a cowboy hat from Southern California, wanders into D.C., gets to talk to some of our nation's you know, top leaders, goes and makes this movie, and as critical as the movie is, I've been invited back to some... I, to leave your family when you got two young kids and come out with a guy like me for five weeks and, and do some of the stuff we did, he's 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 got to have a pretty big heart, you betcha. Well, well, you know, I and, and and I think Danny and I, I don't want to speak too much for him, but you know, Danny's a guy that likes to see for himself what's going on, and and he's a very smart and wise individual, and you know, he went out and he he, he had his experience out there, and he really helped me a lot because. He helped me keep playing our Nintendo, and that we just won't be bothered. And as long as the, as long as you do not have an active citizenry, you, you they're going to do whatever they want to do. Right. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time. Our guest today, filmmaker Chris Burgard, who's done the new documentary, Border. And if you'd like to check the movie out, it's at bordermovie.com. So if you're not dealing with integrity, character, honor, morality, virtue, then when the cats are away, the mice will play. Exactly. And uh, I, I love the words you're saying. I think it's really true. And, 
you know, I think we got to get more pissed than we are. And, and we do because right now we. The only thing that these people understand is that they lose their jobs. And don't get me wrong, there are some very dedicated and very good people in our yep, federal government. Yep. I've met several of them. But this whole system is just so stacked against them. Yes. And, uh, well, you know, I think they're getting exposed a lot more, uh, you know, from one side of the aisle to the other. But it's getting to be where people just notice them like a, a Congress is what, 10, 12 percent? Uh, 11, yep. Uh, 11 percent approval and the president, the president's 30. You know, that's just, that's just lousy. Yeah, but they're the only game in town, so they're not, they don't care. Yeah, well, we, we <laughs> gotta, care. we gotta expose it and I think your film is exposing it and, uh, you know, we gotta get angry and start doing something, uh, that's constructive. I don't want to get done with this before we go into your solutions. Give us an idea of your solutions. Uh, my stop plan, I think, is the biggest solution. It'll take care of everything, and and you know, you know, the, the four points that I that I lined out right. there. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't know how long it is till this breaks over, but you've got I about eight minutes. Eight. Oh, this, we yeah. got eight more minutes, and okay. then we have some time after that too. When yeah. I when I went down to the border, the first thing that got me was I was saw things happen, and I saw them reported on the news, and it was 180 degrees different. And I'm going, whoa, this just isn't right. I grew up, my dad was a cop. I knew there was always a little bit of not the right interpretation or a little bit of misreporting from when things actually happened to when they got on the news. But yeah. I was seeing blatant mis- misleading things going on. And that's what got me to make the whole movie. Then when the movie is over, I was in Iowa at the caucuses this year. And one of the things I saw, I came back and I thought, I thought the ACLU was... Uh, was having a demonstration back at the hotel because there were just hundreds of these kids everywhere. I'm like, well, what is it? But they were really nice and they're really well mannered. And usually the ACLU kids are kind of aggressive and yeah. And because I wear a cowboy hat, they they they're kind of mean to me until they get start talking to me. And I'm looking at all these kids and they were all Ron Paul kids. Yes. And I'm like, going, man, this is amazing. I mean, all this, all a lot of the candidates were there, but the only one that had this whole big throng of people in the passion was Ron Paul. But I saw nothing about it on the news, and when I did see stuff about it, it was just more like they were kind of crazy fanatics or something like that. Hmm. These were just, I was excited, these were kids that were, you know, from 18 to 30 years old all talking about the Constitution. That that gets a guy like me excited. Yeah, because you're talking about uh, how the country was founded, and this is a very great country founded on with very great men on very great principles. So when you get people talking about the Constitution... You can go someplace with that. Well, tell us about the four-layer fence. Well, the four-layer fence is something they haven't built. I mean, that's why this whole the whole government doing the fence project it's it's not about it's not about securing the border. It's about creating the illusion that they want to secure the border. The four-layer fence would be the the, the best thing they could do. It's you go out there, you have a roll, you have rolls of barbed wire, you have a ditch, then you have a straight-up fence. And then you have a road in between where border patrol can drive, then another straight-up fence, and another ditch, and then another layer of, uh, of uh, concertina wire. That's going to take a lot of time to get through. That's going to force people to go around the outside of that segment of fence, excuse me, where you, it's like a force multiplier. You use less agents to yep, do the yep. engines. That's not the fence they're building. The fence they're building is much more similar to what you saw in the movie from Nogales. It's just straight up and down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can... Unless they build it, you know, 40 feet high, you just 
pull up with a pickup truck and a lad in the back of the pickup truck, and you're up and you're over. Done deal. I mean, it helps some. It slows things down. But if they truly, really wanted to, to put up a fence that worked, they would be doing a different style of fence. Right. So uh, in dealing with the illegal immigrants over here, and, and how many billions of dollars are they sending back to the southern Americas? Last year it was $62 billion to oh. Mexico, Central and South America, and the Caribbean. $62 billion of our economy that's going out through illegal immigrants. So, so what, what can we well, what can we do about that? Well, that, that could that isn't just illegal immigrants. That that's a lot of that. Some of that is, is legal immigrants too. Sure. That's money that the UN tracked that went back to those. What do we do about that? It, it's you know if we have people here working legally through the post the bond program, um, some of that money will still be leaving. But let's tax it. You know what the heck? We pay taxes. Let's let's put a tax on money leaving the country so people are more inclined. To buy the stuff here, you know. I mean, just as a for instance, say your family back in Mexico needs shoes and this, this, and that. Well, what if you bought the shoes here and then ship the shoes back instead of the money? Yes. The I mean, I'm just I'm making something up, but sure. yeah, it's so support our country. Support our country. You know, that's in my heart a lot in many ways. Like I want to uh, buy American cars, and I I, I really want to support our country. Especially when it's struggling. I mean, if it if it uh, struggles too far, then my world starts collapsing around me too. I'm not this idealist, disconnected with my home kind of thing. Yeah, and and people aren't take you know, especially people that that, that that say you know, what about the poor people that are trying to get ahead, this and that. Let's take a look at the bigger picture. I mean, Pope said something very interesting that went unreported on his visit here. People asked him about illegal immigration, what was going on. And what the Pope said was, why aren't we taking a look at why these people are leaving their houses in the first place? Why aren't we fixing the root of the problem? And if you think about that, what's a brighter future for our kids? A North American continent where you have a good economy in Canada, a good economy in America, but a third world economy right below us with political instability that could go either way anytime, or a sound economy in Canada, America and down in Mexico, where they can people can stay home and they can work. And how, how would you do that? You got to you got to reform Mexico. I mean, it's just so corrupt down there. You know, yeah. a lot of it goes. You know, the you know the, the top twenty families, and it's basically Mexico's, you'd have to do a war on the uh, the cartels, is what you're saying. Yeah, you, and, and and I have not met President Calderon. But I do believe, from everything I've seen, people I've talked to in our government and over there, I think he's trying his best to rid his, his nation of the, the drug corruption. But it's, it's huge. It's, it's so huge. I mean, what you'll see in, in, in Rusty's movie, um, and you guys should see this movie too. Um, I should I, email me your, your address, and I, or, or Steve's got it. Steve's actually um, got Rusty's stuff. Have Steve send you that movie too. When you're a border patrol guard making, you know. Eight or nine thousand dollars a year, and somebody comes up and puts down fifty thousand dollars in front of you, a bag of cash, sure. and points to the bag of cash or points to the gun in their belt, and mm-hmm. they either take the money or we kill you. you know, what are these people going to do? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I saw people down on the border that I knew were working and smuggling people, but you know, when they can't get work in construction because of what's happened to the industry. 
they can't get union jobs, and someone's offering $1,000 a night to drive a van from, you know, middle of the desert to Tucson, you you, you got to look at them, and, and it's tough not not to understand how they got there. Temptation's pretty big. Yeah. And it's a pretty big battle down there. They're not going to do that overnight. No. No. And it's bad, and it, the problem is, is it's so in, endemic in the system down there and into the military where do you start? Where, who yeah. do you trust? Who do you trust? Yes, who do you trust? Okay, you're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today is filmmaker Chris Burgard, who did the new documentary called Border. You can check it out at bordermovie.com. Check it out, folks. It's really good to get educated and know what's going on so that you can make wise thinking decisions on how you want to participate in being part of the solution. We'll be right back. Mastering Ourselves co-host Keith Amber has done thousands of psychic soul healings over the past 36 years. As a healer and co-host on Mastering Ourselves, Keith offers profound insights that assist you in moving forward in your own life through your own trials and challenges. During Keith's private healings and on the show Mastering Ourselves, many of life's mysteries are explained with the help of the amazing spirit guides of light. Find out what others have to say about Keith's life-altering healings at MasteringOurselves.com. 